1: with 100 delicious healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N O O M.com. Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Yeah, this is Jesse James Dupree from Jackal. You dial right smack dab on top of talking metal. Crank that bitch up. Yeah.
2: Hey guys, welcome to Talking Metals, coverage of the Rock Carnival. It was a big festival. It happened here in New Jersey, September 30th through October 2nd. Today we're going to hear from Jesse from Jackal, so stay tuned for that. We uh, interviewed him on his tour bus. So what happened was I I went down on Friday night, as I mentioned in the previous episode. It, It rained really hard. Uh, a lot of the bands got canceled. We did get to see Alice Cooper, Clutch, and Blue Oyster Cult. And when I say we, it was my friend Mitch Lafon. Uh His friend Nick came down to them. Nick's, a, I guess I'd call him a friend of mine, too. So my two friends Nick and Mitch came down from Montreal. And we got and wet. Yeah, I mean, we, we also got some some okay interviews, as, as you heard in the last two two episodes. And then I drove all the way back home. It was about an hour, hour and 20-minute drive home after the Alice Cooper set. And the next morning, I got up and drove back down to the Rock Carnival. Uh, my wife took our kids over to their grandma's house, and she joined me a little bit later in the day. We stayed at a hotel down near the Rock Carnival in Lakewood, New Jersey, that night, Saturday night, after Twisted Sister finished their, their set. And what happened was I we had two cars down there. So I I went and got the kids, and I let my wife stay solo on Sunday. And she continued the, uh, the Talking Metal interviews for us on Sunday. So I believe she'll probably be joining me on the next episode to fill us in on all her coverage. Uh, but let's today get into an interview i did on saturday with jesse james dupree of the band jackal they have a great new record out which uh, jesse is going to tell you about i I honestly i've tweeted about the record even before i realized i was interviewing jackal it's really good definitely check it out and we'll have links to it up in today's show notes on talkingmetal.com again this interview took place at the rock carnival on jackal's tour bus it is with jesse james dupree but on the bus at the same time was jeff from jackal hanging out we did some shots and and mitch i threw my iphone to mitch and he shot the whole thing with my iphone so maybe i'll post that video at some point on the talking metal youtube page so here we go brand new well not brand new but rather new jackal this song i think is awesome it's a uh, i think the third or fourth song on the new jackal record it's called ahead of my time buy it on itunes after we hear this new jackal song we will hear from jesse james dupree this interview was recorded on october 1st 2016 in lakewood new jersey here we go Hey, this is Mark Striegel of Talking Metal, and we are here with Jesse, who has a brand new record out with Jackal Rowico. Jesse, how are you? Just,
1: I'm doing good. Glad like, to sit here and argue with you. How do you how to pronounce Rowico? So <laughs> yeah, I was saying Rowico, Rowico, but you're saying Rowico. Well, I'm just from the south. It's just like you say you say tomato, and I say
2: mater, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. mater, tater, all that stuff. Right on. Well, it's a great record, and uh, you guys have been pretty consistent with new records these past few years. Uh, what? creatively influences you to keep coming out with new music um you know what i i, I wake up every single day
1: i wake up every single day in, in a in a panic that uh you know i have an anxiety because you I, I, I think that I, this has all been a dream and that i've actually got to go pour concrete for a living and uh and, and when that finally subsides and i realize it hadn't been a dream you know and it's all really happened you know I, I, I jump up and take as big a bite out of life's ass as I can and I've been very very blessed to have a, uh, a recording studio you know on, on my property that's this that's uh you know I got a partner named a partner named Jeff Tomei that uh he did Smashing Pumpkin Siamese Dreams record he did, did Matchbox 20's first couple of records he's worked everybody from Isaac Hayes to Corrosion of Conformity and uh, he's my partner in the studio and so when I've got an asset like like Jeff Tomei, and they recently bought a. I bought the, the uh, Neve console out of Chunking Studios oh, up, wow. up here, up in New York, and so everybody from the Beastie Boys recorded their first album on this thing, from to Santana to Beyonce to Ted Nugent to Run DMC. I mean, it's been a lot of great records recorded on this incredible Neve console, and I've got it in the studio now, and it's just. I mean, it's hard not to want to just live in there because it's. A, you know, it's a truly a dream come true. I mean. You know, when I was a 15-year-old kid drawing stage setups on my notebooks in high school, if you'd have, you know, fast forwarded me to be able to, you know, go into a studio and hit the lights and have all the bells and whistles and toys that we got, you know, and just, just trying to take advantage of, you know, it, you know, not not being irresponsible with the blessings that
2: I've had, you know, and so it's it's generated, you know, a couple of new albums in the last, uh, you know, what, five years or so. Right on. And do you produce it yourself, being in your studio, or do you work with an outside producer? Uh, we've worked. I mean, primarily it's you know Jeff
1: Tomei and myself, and and uh, you know we've worked some with uh, Jude Cole, you know uh, Jude's, you know an amazing producer, songwriter, and stuff. And uh, but we, you know, we did like a, uh, what was that the, the, the last single that we, there's a single that we had off the last album that was uh, favorite sin. Was uh, produced by Jude, oh, okay. but just, uh, just, just uh, you know. We, but we've been very. Fun. We've worked with Kevin Shirley over the years, and we gave Brennan O'Brien his first gold record for producing. Wow. You know, yeah. uh, it, before he went on to do Stone Temple Pilots and Aerosmith and all that stuff. So in ACDC, and so I mean, we we worked with a lot of great people. We've
2: learned from the best. I'll put it that way. And Jackal, of course, is playing here at the Rock Carnival in New Jersey. Uh, we got rained out about half the bands yesterday, so we're hoping the weather stays nice for you guys today. Although it's not really nice, I'd say we ho- we're hoping it doesn't rain and wind like yesterday.
1: It could be worse, I guess. looking outside, but you know the show's going on, and uh, we're going to jam. We can't jam any harder than we're going to jam. I mean, if it's raining, if it's sunshine, and if it's in, in a thousand-seat venue or a twenty-thousand-seat stadium or whatever, I mean, we're going to we're going to do what we do regardless.
2: Right on, and you're a guy who always has so much stuff going on. Let's let's hit some of the other things outside of Jackal. What is the current status of Full Throttle Saloon TV show?
1: Uh, well, the Full Throttle Saloon, as you know, burnt down a year ago September. You know, and uh, it was ten million dollars worth of ashes and a lot of hurt feelings because we didn't have any insurance or, you know, for, for fire insurance because there was no running water on the property. There was no local fire department wow. I mean it was just uh, you know so th- no, no insurance would even look at us We're out in the middle of the Black Hills of South Dakota but, uh, but we licked our wounds and then uh, we uh, went and moved down the road about five miles and we bought uh, 600 acres wow. and so we now have 600 acres we have a grocery store an Olympic sized swimming pool we got RV right. hookups it's, it's called the Pappy Hoyle campground P-A-P-P-Y H-O-E-L campground and you can go to Campground.com and check out all that stuff. But you know, but we moved down there and uh, opened up, uh, opened up the full throttle, the new full throttle saloon, and you're just just gonna start, you know, start creating the magic there now. Right. But it's, so that that's, that's, that's great. And as far as the TV show, goes, we couldn't uh, to answer your question about that, we couldn't commit to doing the TV show because the bar had burnt down. Right. But six seasons of a reality show—that's a lot. Six seasons is. is a lot. Yeah. And uh, I actually enjoyed this past year when I didn't have cameras on my ass the whole time yeah and uh although i executive produced that show as well so you know part of me did miss doing it you know just because you know i was accustomed to putting it all together and it's fun to produce the tv shows but um six years for that and so michael and i framed up another conceit that we're working on and uh and hopefully maybe shoot a pilot for
2: that coming up in the next couple of months nice and when you're producing these tv shows are you sitting in the edit room and and frame fucking the editor and all that type of stuff i do I,
1: i'm executive i created an executive produced it. you know i, I did two a days on mtv i don't know if you saw that show or not The the the, the series about the fanatical high school football program in hoover alabama I heard the hoover it. bucks yeah. yeah yeah but i produced i executive produced that show and did a couple of seasons with mtv with that and i've produced a a, a couple of pay-per-views and and uh, you know just various things over the years i mean I, i've I've uh, been fortunate enough to be able to, you know, to get away with doing a lot of stuff that I never thought I'd be doing. But, uh, you know, when I, but yeah, when I'm executive producing these shows, I, I'm, I'm everything from s- the, how we're going to shoot it, when we're going to shoot it, where we're going to shoot it, what's going to get shot out of that. And then we go into the edit and I oversee it from soup to nuts wow. with all the way down to deliver, I argue with the network about, you know, what they're wrong about whenever they're yeah, wanting yeah, to cut stuff out. And yeah, and yeah, yeah. Cause you know, always like with, with uh, true tv on the on the original full throttle series i used to have to argue with the network all the time because they always wanted to cut the the, the part out about because every year we'd do a salute to the troops right and and i just wasn't going to have it you know so I, but it was a constant battle because they just didn't want to go there they didn't realize how important that is to everybody out to you know to take a minute and appreciate our men and women in uniform but uh, you know so i mean i'm i fight for right. for
2: everything you can imagine for not for they're not not to kill my babies Right on, right on. You mentioned Run DMC just uh, briefly uh, earlier, and I recently interviewed Daryl McDaniel's, and he spoke real highly of you. Uh, what, what's your relationship? How well do you know Daryl?
1: I love Daryl today. I mean, Daryl is a brother, man. He's, I mean, he's, he's, he's seriously just—he's the real deal. And a uh, uh, rock and roll hall of famer, and but yeah. just as humble as he can be. And you know, uh, he was. Uh, my, my son came. You know, I have that recording studio at my house, and my son came into my office one day. He goes, "Hey, guess who's in the studio?" And I said, "Who?" And he goes. Uh, Daryl Mack, DMC. And I went, What? And he goes, Yeah. And, and I forgot that uh, Jeff Tomei had, had him up there in a session. Oh, wow. And uh, I think they were working with Colt Ford or something. And uh, and I went, Oh, okay. So he goes, uh, Daryl, you want you to come in and say, you know? And so I went in and introduced myself. And, and I played him uh, some tracks that Jackal was working on. And one of them was Just Like a Negro. Right. And he goes, You got to give me, you know, 16 bars on that. Right, right, right. And uh, so we carved out 16 bars for him. And he laid down his part. And then he said let me know if y'all go out on tour we'll do it together and he came and spent a couple of months on the road with us oh wow yeah just uh touring and and just i mean just just a great guy
2: Cool. And you mentioned your son. He does music, too. What's, uh, is, what, can you tell us a little bit about, about his band and what he's up to musically?
1: Yeah, he recently he's been playing with a band called Wayland, W-A-Y-L-A-N-D, and they're out touring around, and, uh, and I've been managing those guys as well, and, oh, cool. and uh, just on the verge of uh, getting ready to put a, their first album out uh, in early 2017. But uh, you can check them out, Wayland. And uh, they're out of Wayland, Michigan, but right. just a great band. But Nigel's been playing with those guys and
2: having a blast. Brian Johnson is uh, no longer with ACDC, We know that, and there's been some rumors that you may have done a jam session with ACDC. dc Can you confirm that? I don't know if it's something you can talk about. Uh, true, false. Can't talk about it.
1: No, no I, 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 have, I didn't. I mean, yeah, they, they, okay. they, when, when it all went down, my phone was ringing off the hook with, you know, everybody, you know, speculating what was happening with the band, or you know, wanting to know what I knew or what I was going to do or whatever. And, and, and it, it's an honor for people to even. Think about something like that, but in my opinion, nobody feels Brian Johnson's shoes while right. Brian Johnson's still filling them. You know, yeah. and um, you know my my hope and you know I stood I was with them the last night he performed with them, wow. and uh, and uh, and I knew how you know what kind of bad shape he was in as far as, you know because it wasn't just his hearing you know I think it was messing with his equilibrium as well. I mean, I don't right. think he's ever really talked about, it, but I could kind of tell he just seemed a little off balance. You know, as far as and uh, <laughs> he um he's not a quitter. I mean, Brian is not a quitter. I mean, he'll 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 fight to the death with anything. So if he throws his hand up and says, "Hey guys, I need a I need a minute to to deal with something," it's for real, yeah. and you better believe that because he's not a quitter. Not, and you know, I've got my own opinions, like everybody does, about maybe how I wish it had been handled. You know, but uh, at the end of the day, nobody knows the you know I mean what all was going on. I mean, um, you know, uh, on you know on Angus's side of things, I mean he he. Um, he'd lost his brother from the band you know recently and had you know just had a lot of pressure on him you know from a couple of different so I mean you just can't I I stay out of it you know I just it's like a marriage if you stick your hand in the middle of a couple fighting once they get back together and they're back doing the dirty and bumping uglies and all that stuff you're out you know (laughs) know? and uh, so I just kind of I just kind of stay out of that that mix you know that way I can still be friends with all of them but Brian is my brother and and, an inspiration and again just you know just he he's everything and the lead
2: singer of acdc you'd you'd want him to be you know just and just a great guy very good thanks so much jesse have a great set and we encourage all the talking metal listeners to talk check out the new jackal record we'll have it linked through today's show notes on talkingmetal.com thanks thank you my brother classic jackal right there when will it rain jackal put on a great show jeff worley i believe is how he pronounces his name Uh, just such a character on stage guitar player of jackal so good he's got a new book out by the way it's called no filter he gave me a copy of it i plan to read it after i read it maybe jeff will join us on the podcast to discuss it and big thanks to jesse james dupree for chatting with us on the jackal tour bus at the Rock Carnival in Lakewood, New Jersey. That's going to do it for this episode of Talking Metal. Please call that hotline number. Leave us some uh, some feedback, if you will. The hotline is listed in today's show notes on TalkingMetal.com. The number is 973-757-1917. It's a New Jersey number, guys. 973-757-1917. Leave me a song request, and I'll play it on, a, on an upcoming episode. Leave me a, a comment on how you think the show's going. We had John Astronomy back on oh, a couple episodes ago with for for the Vivian Campbell interview. Of course, he didn't do the interview, but he joined me. It was kind of old-school talking metal back in a bar in New York City. Do you like that? Do you miss that? Or do you prefer more of the, uh, the serious episodes where we just kind of talk... Talk business and talk metal with uh, rockers and do interviews and stuff. Let me know what you like. Do you like the music episodes? I did a few music episodes a number of weeks back. Got some great feedback on those. Just let me know that you're listening. Is there anybody out there listening? Hello, hello, hello. If you hear me, call the hotline. 973-757-1917. Thanks, guys. The Rock Carnival Coverage continues on the very next episode oh yeah and one last thing go to talkingmetal.com to check out pictures of uh, jesse and jeff from jackal and myself on their tour bus also i'll have some some live shots up from their performance all right so check those out at talkingmetal.com thanks guys look around you can find cars like these on auto trader